invite you for the next half hour to join us for interviews, discussion, inspiration and for strategies to help you fulfil your potential both in life and in business. Hi, welcome to Remarkable Woman Radio. I'm Mandy Beverly, and I'm here with my special guest, Linda Crosby. So welcome along, Linda. Hi, Mandy. Thank you for having me. Look, it's really great, and I'm very interested in what you do because uh, for those of you that are listening, Linda has a business called Salt Haven, and it's very different to what a lot of other people are, are doing out there. And I was really interested to know how did you come about starting Salt Haven? Um, it was actually quite a few years ago. I had my own respiratory issues and when I went to the nose and throat guy, he just said, you're highly allergic to everything and you just kick off at all the pollens, the chemicals and things like that. And they wanted to give me a pharmaceutical to work with it. And I took it twice and then all of a sudden I was like, I don't really want to take this. What are the natural options out there? So I was travelling overseas about five weeks later and um, night before I was flying out, I was at the hairdressers and read about these salt therapy rooms that were in America. Salt therapy, cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's when I thought, what's this all about? And it was saying it was a natural option and it helps with hay fever, which I have, and asthma and bronchitis, and a lot of my friends have those sort of conditions. And I just thought, well, if this is a natural option, why don't I find where they are? So I was going to San Francisco and Chicago and then on to London. But there was nothing in San Francisco at the time, and I found one in Chicago. But when I got into Chicago, um, I had a bit of an unfortunate experience at the railway station with oh. a guy that decided he needed to flash me. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> get me to the salt room. <laughs> yeah. But when I got to the hotel, I just asked about the area where it was, and they said, we don't recommend you a female on your own travelling there. So I waited till I got to London and went to the salt rooms in London, and I had really bad jet lag when I got to London and sat in the salt rooms for an hour and went to sleep for about 10 minutes and woke up and the jet lag was gone, basically. I was just really? ready to go do London. Yeah, my friends were quite surprised because they thought I was honestly going to come back and just sleep at the apartment. It's amazing because it's a 12 or 13 hour time zone depending on daylight saving and things, isn't it? So it's not like yeah. it's, you know, generally dragging yourself around at some part of the day. Yeah. Um, so what's so good about salt? Um, just it's natural, um, the um, hydroscopic aspect to it where it can actually absorb moisture around us, so it's a cleanser, so it's great for cleansing through all the nasal passage, the throat area down into the lungs. Um, it's great for helping with snoring, so if anyone's got those issues. I did have someone ask me once, do you throw the salt lamp at their head? And I said no, <laughs> just have it going. Um, that would be the tempting part, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and, but I, I saw on your website too that you had um, one person had a dog that um, actually started sleeping better as well. Yeah, she said the dog used to wake them up in the middle of the night and jumping all over the place and um, she said it was the dog that settled and plus her husband stopped her snoring as well. So she said it was a win-win all round for her to get a good night's sleep but the dog also got a good night's sleep. That's brilliant, eh? Yeah. It's amazing. So does it ionise the air or just... Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. It very much does do that. So even if I walk into a room at home, I may not even sense that the salt lamp's turned off, but I just even feel just the atmosphere in the room is different going into that room. And then I'll turn around and go, oh, the bulb needs replacing, and I'll do that. Does the bulb make a big difference to it? Yes. You need the heat of the 15-watt um, incandescent bulb because it needs that heat because salt is attracting moisture to it. That's why it's acting like a mini D. Humidifier. I get it. I get it. And it, it needs the heat of the bulb to absorb and heat up and dry evaporate um, that moisture into the salt itself. 
Great. I need a new bulb then, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so a salt room, is that just like just like all salt, is it? It's just it all is. Himalayan salt. Yeah. So the first one I went to were the walls had salt in them, this um, floor had salt in it, and then salt was being pumped into the room through a halo generator. Wow. And I've been to others where they've just no halo generator. They just rely on the salt walls and the kicking up of the salt on the floor. So that's called spalotherapy. Yeah. And the one with the generator is called halo therapy. Mm. So one's considered a natural version and one's considered a man-made version. Wow, that's, yeah. a, that's really interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. And I see on your website also that your goal is to have a salt room in it New Zealand. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I had come close to looking at setting up in Auckland and was about to sign for premises, but I ended up with an autoimmune disorder. And, well, it was the second time I got the autoimmune disorder and the first time it wiped me out for three months. I could hardly get out of bed and was just tired and lethargic, but it turned out I had whooping cough with it at the same oh, time. Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I got the full barrel. Yeah. And it went undiagnosed for two months, so I didn't get the 100-day version. I got the 200-day version of the whooping Ooh, cough. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So, so hmm, my goodness. Okay. So, I, obviously, the salt lamps helped you somehow yes. because whooping cough is really tough. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Very tough. And other products that I've got, like I have a salt inhaler as well, so you can use that. And again, it's natural. Just put the salt in the inhaler, breathe it in, take it down into your lungs. So that's what I chose to use instead of using the pharmaceuticals, basically, because again, they wanted to give me a pharmaceutical. Yeah. I took it for orally for the whooping cough, but I didn't want to take a sort of Ventolin type um, product for me. That's just personal choice at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's, and yeah, I think it is. Everyone's got their own personal choice and they know what suits them best. Definitely. And it's great because your knowledge about salt and salt therapy um, is obviously a lot more advanced than most. So it's, it's really cool. So, you know, what are you working on at the moment then? Because I know you wear a, a, a number of hats. Yes, yeah. I do. So, yeah. So, um, well, one of them's working as Venus um, Regional Manager for the Bay of Plenty and Waikato regions. So that's a businesswoman's network? Yes, it is. Yep. The businesswoman's network. I love doing that because I just love, you know, being able to support women and connecting them and networking them and giving them ideas on where they could um, develop and grow in their business, Um, but also getting them aligned with the right people and finding ways that they can collaborate as well. Um, The other thing that I do is I'm a marriage and funeral celebrant as well, so we're coming into the wedding season at the moment. So So you're getting booked up? I have got a few weddings, um, not um, as many as I used to do previously because I didn't charge up my um, advertising like I have in the past but when I make the move into live in the Waikato I will then um, establish myself more fully there and have a full marketing plan around that. So how did you get involved in going uh, to being a celebrant and you're actually the second cele- uh, wedding celebrant and funeral celebrant that I've had uh, oh, okay. on the show which is yeah. great um, so what made you decide to um... That was 15 years ago so I had come back from living in the UK and didn't really want to head back straight into a corporate role again. I just was looking at what I was going to do. So I went off and did a certificate in tertiary teaching so that I could teach um, courses at, you know, through polytechs and things like that. Um, and was doing a bit with sort of some of the NZQA assessment for level three and four management papers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was friends um, that were talking to my mum one day and I heard them saying something about they were reading a magazine article about um, Kay Gregory who used to be do the news and TV and saying that she was a celebrant and they would make comment and they said, oh, we think Linda would make a good celebrant. And I said, what are you guys talking about? And they said, oh, we thought you'd make a good marriage and funeral celebrant. So I looked into it and there was a course that you could do. So I got my oh. certificate 
so that was about 15 years ago, and did five papers in it, and um, just loved doing it. So when I was in the height of wedding season, I'd do about 12 weddings a season. Wow, how wonderful. Yeah. so this yeah. season I've got about five, I think, booked, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So, wow, you're, you are very multi-talented. And, um, and what do you love most about them? You know, like, do you have to meet the couples beforehand? And Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, hearing their love story, mm-hmm. how they met, um, why they're choosing to get together, and being able to give them a ceremony that they want that's personalised for them. Um, and helping them find, you know, the right words to say or um, finding the right pieces of music or poems, but just really pulling together that it's a representation of them as a couple and um, of the family too, whoever they want to bring in and be part of the ceremony as well. And there's lots of beautiful locations and things like that around for it. It's, you know, for, I mean, Auckland's amazing. Yes. You know, New Zealand even has so many beautiful um, venues. It is, yeah. yeah. No, and I've worked at some lovely venues, but some of the nicest weddings I've done have been in people's houses. Really? Beautiful weddings, just really family-centred, and even local community halls, some have been really nice in there, and then I've done the ones at the full reception lounge or the outdoor vineyard and those sorts of things as well. Um, Braku's a lovely one that's down in the Bombay Hills where I've done a couple of weddings there too. Wow, so yeah. you get to know a lot of things. That's, that's yeah. really nice, and, it, and it's still a popular thing to do, isn't it, to get married? I yes. mean, yeah, which yeah. is really cool. And mm, no, it's, it's it's lovely. Yeah, I've um, I've got three daughters, so hopefully one day I'll <laughs> I'll experience that of being yeah. mother of the bride. Yeah. Who knows? They might just go. Mm, I don't know, mum. <laughs> So now you're obviously juggling lots of things and how do you do it? How do you delegate and and how do you schedule things in? Because I'm also own my own business and I know that I can be my own worst employee and also the best one sometimes and I can also be the worst boss as well as the best boss. So I know that I can, you know, annoy myself as well. So I have to put things in place because... There's just so much to do yeah. that things can just slip through. So how do you do that? Um, if I look back at this year, I'd most probably say with a lot of difficulty. <laughs> but um, I um, delegating out the house cleaning was definitely delegated out for someone to do yes. until recently. And but I'm looking to move house, and you know, so I'm just taking care of it myself at the moment. Um, the figures I've out delegated them. It's not my core thing, so I've just got a bookkeeper on board that supports me with that. Yeah. Um, and I tend to just think, well, what's key priority and what can wait sort of thing at times. I must admit I'm not great on the admin and that's where I, my biggest downfall. And then all of a sudden I do this quick scurry, hurry up, sort of get it all done and sort of thing. Um, but I'd say that's not one of my best things at the yeah. moment. So yeah. procrastination is, it works sometimes, doesn't it? Because someday you put it off and, I mean, I know for me, I need a deadline. I, yeah. need, I need to know when, when, um, you know when the deadline is because... Otherwise, there's no accountability. There's nothing to sort of go, yeah. right, I have to have this done by then. Yeah. yeah so. And I get a lot of people saying, gosh, you're highly organised. I think, God, you don't really realise <laughs> that I'm not. But I just obviously deliver for what I need to deliver for. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think with talking and being at things, I've got the gift of the gap. I can easily just adapt and talk. I don't do a lot of preparing for that. Well, it's obviously a strong point. That is probably what you need to do more of. You know, because um, I work with a lot of people and we talk about values, but we actually, not the values as in honesty and integrity, we actually talk about values is what you find valuable to do. And often what you find valuable to do is what's easy for you as well, but we don't value it because it's easy. Yeah. Um, but actually talking to people, building relationships is obviously one of your key strengths, I would say, just 
you know, yeah. from what I know about you. Yeah. yeah, it is, and I love doing that side of things. This coming year, I'd like to do more writing. I really do enjoy that side of thing and educating people a bit more and writing more for my own websites, and I'm going to build my Celebrant website as well. Brilliant. Um, but just to be able to share stories. I love sharing stories and saying, did you realise this? Or here's an yeah. example of a client that had this issue, and this is where they're at now. Yeah. Um, so that's stuff that I'm really looking forward to, that's 2019. Fun. Yeah, this energy's all different, isn't it? It just yeah. feels like something's kicked into place and, and the energy's all kind of getting itself ready for next year. And I am i don't know much about that sort of thing, but I just feel that something's yeah, yeah something's energising everything at the moment, which is great. Um, and so um, do you have a guiding principle or theme for your life? Um, to operate with integrity. Um, I always come from a holistic point of view, looking at the individual and the person first mm-hmm. and the situation. Yep. Um, and very much my values are very based around that have they acted with integrity, especially if I'm supporting or working with conflict or something like that with people. Um, but even with the way I promote my products and sell, it's very much with integrity. I, you know, some people have said to me, oh, do you have this certain product? I said, to me, it has no wellness benefit, so I'm not prepared to stock it. You know, even though it's salt-related, mm-hmm. um, I come from the point that it needs to support either sleep, pain, or respiratory issues. Okay. Or skin care as well, because I have some products that support with skin care too. So sleep, pain, or respiratory is, is kind of your three key yes. um, yeah. treatments. Yep, fantastic. Yeah. And do you have a favourite saying or anything like that? that um there is one that has stuck with me for quite a few years and it was a, a lovely man that um, came and did some training with a company I worked for down in Wellington. I was working for an outsourcing company down there and he lost his life in the tsunami and his wife, they were doing missionary work up in Asia and his saying was, it was Andrew Welsh and he always said his saying was, if it is to be, it is up to me and it's one that's always stuck with me and when something's not going right, I just start to look at things and go, well, if it is to be or what I want it to be, it's up to yeah. me, basically. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard that one that. before. And there's the other one, wherever I go, there I am. Because yeah. <laughs> we often try and get away from ourselves, but there I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. <laughs> so yeah, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I love it. That's yeah. there. That's, um, and it's so true, isn't it? It's just taking personal responsibility for our lives and where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, even though we would like to blame you know, and go, mm, I can't be bothered, but no, yeah, it's up to us. Yeah. It's really cool. Now, um, so also with um, what you do as far as networking and things like that go, what are some of the key things that you would advise people when they're building their business? What would, what's something that you th- think is essential for? Just to get out there. Just to get out there and attend group meetings, um, find people that you can align with that are a natural fit with your business, see what your competitors are doing is basically because they'll be collaborating and aligning with certain businesses. Yeah. Um, and just... Being open about your story and what you've got. I see quite often women come in and they're very timid and shy. And I say, well, you know, if you're coming into the, like, the Venus Network, this is a great way because we're very supportive, want you to be the best that you can be. Yeah. And just believe in themselves. It's just really what I tend to say to them and, fo- and focus on that and be clear in your message. What are the key things, not to waffle all over the place, but what are the key things that you believe in and that you're going to deliver on? Yeah. And if you can talk to that and even if you're turning up to a regular meeting, even if that's your first six weeks of saying exactly the same thing. It doesn't matter, does it? doesn't matter. Then you can diversify and start to add in and you learn from the others as well. And I say again to look at who's successful in the women's networking groups or any networking group really um, and 
have a meeting with them, find out how they work in their business, what they do, how they operate. Because you can always glean ideas from what other people are doing and adapt it for your own. That's right, isn't it? It's just yeah. it's actually using everybody around as, as reference because when we are quite new with what we're doing, we, we think it becomes more about us rather than our business and, and what we're doing. But once people are confident to speak to their business and just go, well, this is what I do and these are the benefits that my clients can receive, yeah. it becomes really simple then, doesn't it? Yeah. Because now it's not about them, it's actually about who they serve. Yes, yeah, totally is. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Oh, my goodness. Now, what are you currently working on that you're really in- excited about at the moment? Um well, coming into Christmas, obviously, it's a busy time for me with people buying presents for Christmas. Um, so there's that. So you've got a nice big stock of things at the moment. Yes, I have, yep. Um, and I'm doing various events around Auckland and um, online as well. Um, but planning for 2019 has been a big focus for me, thinking about the last month where I've been and what I want to do going forward. And... I will be making the move out of Auckland, so my house is going on the market in the new year. Oh, wow. Congratulations, yep. making the decision. Yes, um, and looking to head down to Carapero Way, oh, Cambridge, it's Carapero. down there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. looking that region. Mm-hmm. Seen a piece of land that I like, but it's not sure whether it's um, on the market stay yet. Open, yeah, something stay will open. drop in. Yep. Um, and for 2019, um, Really setting Salt Haven up on a different level. My website has, needs a lot of work at the moment, so I've got someone working on that, and lady based in Tauranga. Um, and I'm going to focus on getting that more blogging, more story writing, um, most probably doing some more videos, and that will be for the celebrant side of things as well as for the Salt Haven side of things. Sounds like you've got a very busy few months. Um, yeah, <laughs> I have. Yeah. yeah, so six months um, I think will just be involved with sort of keeping my business ticking over, but through this Christmas period I'm going to revamp and rewrite a lot of stuff. Uh, I like using Christmas for that too. I find um, I've been away a lot this year, so I've already done a lot of travelling. So I'm actually looking forward to just being at home and just getting my teeth into doing very similar stuff to what you're doing, which is, you know, writing programs and and things like that. And I actually wrote a little book, um, which is... Hopefully, um, my editor has got a nice big oh, machete brilliant. out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but it was just a little, it's just a little book. Yeah. Um, but what I did is every morning at half past six, I would go into my office. So instead of walking in going, what am I going to do today? And then sort of, you know, spend 10 minutes trying to figure out what I'm going to start on. It was every morning I would just go in at 6.30 in the morning or whatever time and just write for 45 minutes to an hour. And that was it. And every day I did that. And then suddenly I'm like 50 pages and oh. I'm I'm like, and I didn't edit, I didn't do anything like that, but I just dumped it. Dumped. Yeah. And I mean, I obviously had an outline and I just wrote to that outline. And, you know, and then I probably go into my own head going, I'm not sure if this is any good. I'm not, you know, and in the end I thought, no, I, it's more an exercise just to say, just for me to just follow through on something like that. Yeah. Um, because I love to write too. I'm not that I'm necessarily a good writer, but I, you know, I do love to write and and speak and things. And um, I think it's great what you're doing. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, you know, more people need to know about, you know, a holistic alternative that can be as simple as plugging in a lamp in their room. I mean, that yeah. is 
that's worth it. You yes, know, that's definitely. worthwhile for people to know that it can make a difference. So yes, I think you need to get out there more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take your idea and do that first yeah. thing in the morning. Just write. Yeah, not get distracted. Not get distracted and don't eat it. That's yeah. what I because if I, as soon as I eat it, I start to judge whether it was good or not. So I just wrote it. Yeah, and it's quite freeing to afterwards to do a spell check and then send it off to someone else. Yeah, because and then they can get their machete out and they can you know yeah. chop it around and I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that you know because there's some really clever people around that can do that yeah, definitely mm-hmm. yeah so where do you actually see Salt Haven going at this stage um, I know that's you know it's probably a sensitive yeah. um, you know you don't want to say too much necessarily but um, you know would you like to see you know New Zealand have more um, more knowledge around what you're doing and things. Yes, I would, definitely. So I see myself doing more of that video um, yeah. stuff so that I can put that out there and that um, I get my coverage for Salt Haven Facebook page and the website um, further yeah. afield. Um, but setting up the salt rooms is something that still sits with me that I would like to do. Yeah. And I most probably will look at that, the Waikato Bay of Plenty area to set that up. It's a great catchment area for, for most people. But it is, yeah. very much. And even someone said to me, oh, if you could do salt rooms for horses, then you'd do very well down in the Waikato at Cambridge or something <laughs> like that. So you never know. But no, just, I mean, there's a couple of salt rooms up here in Auckland. I've been to two out of the three. Oh, okay. Um, and they're really good rooms um, yeah. that I've seen so far and I'm just keen to bring that down into the Waikato. Waikato does have some flotation therapy rooms where you can um, float in salted water but there's wow. no actual salt rooms where you can be fully clothed and mm-hmm. still sit in there and get the wellness benefit so I'd like wow. to do that. I'm really excited to see where it's all going to go. Yeah, yeah no, it'll be great. Going, it'll be really cool and it is it's something really neat to have that um, yeah just to have the focus isn't it? It is, and I've seen people coming into the salt rooms. When I went and did my homework through Australia, I took two weeks to just go through different ones in Queensland, and I've done down in Victoria as well. Um, but seeing people walk in with their oxygen tank because they had emphysema or COPD and take the prongs out and sit there and get the salt therapy treatment. So, wow. you know, I asked a few of the people when they were in the rooms how they found it. And salt's also good for um, eczema and psoriasis and skin Which issues. Is a big problem here in New Zealand, isn't it? It is, yeah. very much. Yeah. So what is um, what is the best advice that you've received or even wish you'd given yourself? <laughs> um, I think it's um, stepping back just to stop and smell the roses. Mm. I tend to just plough on and just go, yeah, keep doing, keep doing, keep doing. And then I don't do enough of just stepping back to smell the roses and go, really, are you, should you be doing, keeping doing what you're doing? So really self inquiry, yeah. So you know, it's we 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 know, don't we? We yeah. we know at a level, and when you obviously because you've got big dreams and goals um, with just Salt Haven and moving and Celebrant and all of these things. So when you go outside of your comfort zone, um, how do you cope? And and what have you learned as a result when you've done that? Um. I think I panic a little bit. (laughs) What the hell are you doing? Uh, Other times I do then just go deep and just go into myself and just go, well, what is it that you're really good at? What is it that, um, you know, you're going to stretch yourself on? Mm -hmm. Um, And then start to think about, well, who who should you look to work with to help you do that stretch? Wow, great Um, point. So what are you good at? What can you you stretch and do and who can you work with? Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Brilliant advice. Thank you. 
Now, my final question is, what is most remarkable about what you do and who you are? Um, I think it's my knowledge. I think it's my enthusiasm for meeting people and just hearing their story. I love hearing stories. I love telling stories. Brilliant. And I think it's just that, that I start to link people together. Um, I mean, a few people just joke. They call me the networking queen of South East Auckland and Waikato and Bay of Plenty. Um, That's great. That's yeah. actually a really good title to have because you do. You manage to put a lot of people together. Yeah. So how do people find you? So um, they can find me through Facebook, so just Linda Crosby, yes. um, the one with the red hair. <laughs> um, um, through your website? Through my website for Salt Haven. Now my website is going to get a major revamp. It's not really reflecting what I want it to reflect That's about okay. my business. You know, I've, I work with a lot of people and they often say that your website, it's, it's actually, that's only... That's not really yeah. the problem. I mean, you're out and about and, and um, people are buying from you. So that's salthaven.co.nz. Yes, it is. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So if you are looking for any amazing gifts for yourself or for others and you know that you want to sleep better, um, help yourself with pain, help yourself with respiratory uh, issues like hay fever and things like that, make sure you go and check out Linda at salthaven.co.nz. And before we leave, I always ask my guests what is their favourite song that they would like me to play. And today we are playing for Linda. We're going to play Tori Kelly. What's the title of it? Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. So thank you so much for joining me today, Linda. I really appreciate your time. Thank As you, usual, Mandy. It goes very, uh, very quickly, doesn't it? It has. Yes, it has. <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much. Thank you. Cool.
listening to Remarkable Woman Radio. You can catch us again next Tuesday at 3.15 on 104.6 FM or anytime on planetaudio.org.nz forward slash Remarkable Woman. We'll see you then. You're listening.